0: So, yeah, let's get into it, man. I won't keep you too long. Talk about the tour. Talk about the album, uh, Under the Sun, which I'm loving. And, you know, just being a dumb radio guy, it feels like with the band like you guys, you just sit back and press uh, play and record at the same time and let you guys go. But I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that.
1: No, you pretty much got the nail on the head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think about things? Was there any sort of mission statement for album number two? Did you want to be more melodic or anything?
1: I think we just wanted to to get better, you know. Um, on this album, we really, this is the first album we got to make where we were doing music full-time. So we got off the road last October and pretty much just locked ourselves in our house and got to work on it 24-7. Whereas previous albums, you know, we had day jobs and stuff. and. I had to kind of work on it when we could, and on the weekend, meet up here and there, and write and do all that kind of stuff. So,
0: I bet that makes a big difference having that peace of mind, knowing that you know you don't have to go swing a hammer the next morning, so to speak, and you can just focus <laughs> on music full time
1: oh absolutely man it's definitely a game changer but it also allows you to you don't really get to take a break from it so you can really drive yourself crazy (laughs) which is part of the fun it's
0: like everything in life right in moderation for sure (laughs) who produced this album for you
1: our buddy named uh, Philip Mosley he actually produced all, all three of the records for us
0: okay Cool. This is actually, I thought it was album number two, but this is actually album number three? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Killer. Chocked full of killer tunes, Can't Sleep, Lay It On Me. I mean, so many good songs on there, but no no sort of uh, direction or anything that you wanted to, to have on the album, personally, for yourself, maybe, lyrically? Did you want to try to do anything more, more puns this time around, more storytelling? <laughs>
1: um, uh, yeah, definitely more puns. Um, I think lyrically, for this one, this time around, it's kind of just a lot of the mistakes that I've made in my own personal life and my own kind of romantic life and you know some of the stuff that i've gone through in the last couple of years so it's uh it, all the lyrics are, are pretty personal on this one i think every every song kind of has a has a story behind it in some form or fashion yeah
0: i'm not usually the guy to be like oh tell me about this song but you're saying that this album's chock full of stories and and so i'm just gonna go and, and break my own rule and do it but what give me the story <laughs> behind come get your coat
1: yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty straightforward, uh, you know.
0: Tell it for the uh, the listeners that haven't heard it yet. The
1: the awkward phone call after the one-night stand or that awkward text message, you know, of like, hey, uh," you know, you got out of there all, you know, free and clear and, you know, the walk of shame's over, but then you get that text message like, hey, you left your jacket or whatever over here. So, yeah, (laughs) that might have happened.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, man. And it's cool that you can incorporate that, that you have that outlet to get that out cathartically.
1: Oh, for sure. You got to you gotta be able to laugh at yourself,
0: man. Yeah. Some this, everything is, you know, time plus tragedy equals comedy. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what they say.
0: So how many of these new songs from uh, the new album are you going to be fitting into the live set when we see it here on February the 3rd at the parish room inside the House of Blues Anaheim? Um,
1: should be... Pretty much all of them, I think. Uh, we've been we've been playing all but a couple of them, which uh, we're working on putting those couple last few in the in the set. So hopefully everybody will get to see all the new tunes.
0: Are you bringing anyone out, uh support wise, with you?
1: Um, not this time around, man. We're, uh, we're we're going all locals on this one.
0: Okay, killer! It's kind of cool to see. Like I know previously when you played in Southern California, you've done the slide bar, but now kind of graduating up to the the House of Blues. So it'd be good yeah, to man, see.
1: We're excited, man. It's going to be
0: fun. You know, I've been joking uh, so far with 2020. I've been saying it's kind of the hashtag the year of reunions, and there's a ton of them going on this year, and I was curious to kind of get from you your favorite out of of the ones that have reunited recently, and I probably could guess who you're going to pick, but out of this little list of (laughs) bands that are reuniting in 2020, who's your favorite? Probably these guys, right? Black Crows, or is it Motley Crue, or is it Rage Against the Machine, or My Chemical Romance?
1: I mean, I'm uh, I'm pretty, pretty jacked about Rage, man. i would really like to see Rage Against get some machine live. Black Crows too. I mean, that's that's probably one of my favorite bands. But to experience that the you know that energy of a of a Rage show, I don't, I, I didn't think that was something that we would see again. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I hope, never really thought they'd get back together. I hope they do more than just like the Coachella and the couple dates. I hopefully they they've got more in store for us, but we never know with those guys. Yeah, I hope they I hope they get
1: the, the full tour going, man. that would be that would be
0: pretty sick. You know, it's interesting thinking about a band like Rage Against the Machine. They're a band that is very unpredictable. You know, you don't don't you don't know what we're going to get from them. We don't know what to expect from them. You never know what Zach de la Roche is going to want to do or not do. And Exactly. Another word for it you could say it'd be dangerous, and that's part of why I think people love them. Is because they are they are dangerous and unpredictable. But I almost wonder if that's kind of a a product of a bygone era where, you know, bands like Guns N' Roses used to be like that. Like you didn't know if Axel was gonna show up, play on time, jump in the crowd, start a fight or, you know, what Marilyn Manson was gonna do or what kind of shape he was gonna show up in. But I wonder in twenty twenty, can you be that dangerous rock and roll star? Is it still possible for you to be as dangerous as they were?
1: Um I don't know, man. Like, that's kind of, in a way, that's that's kind of their thing. And uh, I don't know. To try to imitate that would kind of be it'd kinda be tough. I don't know. Cause
0: well, I'm not saying to gotta, imitate it. you
1: got to be able to find your own thing.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying to imitate it, but I'm just saying about oh, yeah. when was the last time you think of a dangerous band? That's true. Now. Um, yeah, yeah I
1: mean. man. Maybe, maybe 2020 is the year of uh, the dangerous rock and roll star again.
0: I mean, we haven't had one in a long time, and maybe maybe it is just a thing of the past. Maybe you maybe the the truth is you can't be like that anymore. Maybe every, with everyone having a camera in their pocket and being able to record anything at the drop of a dime, maybe you can't be like those bands were. Maybe it was more legend than actual reality. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure it did help to be like, you know, that that word of mouth and that whole uh, telephone game with the store just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger every time something went wrong or anything
0: like that let me ask you one other uh sort of philosophical question we're talking about reunions and and all these bands at one point said we're not playing anymore and did farewells are farewell tours and concerts a, a sham should we never believe another band <laughs> again when they say they're going on a farewell tour i don't
1: know it didn't kiss on like their 20th farewell
0: tour i, I think so i, I think mean, so
1: are the stones i mean are the stones ever going to quit playing
0: Right? I mean, so as rock uh, bands, we're, we're dumb to think that any band, when they when we see Farewell Tour, we just go, ah, come on. I mean, I don't know.
1: I feel like music's something that you can never really step away from, that they're always going to be. Even if they say farewell, they're they're always going to come back.
0: Thinking about it as yourself as an artist, I mean, would you rather do a Farewell Tour and know it's going to be your last show, you know, say 20, 30, 40 years from now? Or would you rather just kind of fade away and not necessarily announce it
1: it's better to burn out than fade away man you gotta <laughs> go out with a bank if you're gonna do it
0: right so then then you would do the whole farewell and say this is it one last party with blacktop mojo <laughs> absolutely blow it out but then we as fans would know ah they'll be back yeah they'd be like ah they'll be back in five years <laughs> is that what it is it's five years is that the, the minimum I, I time off I think so
1: isn't that the what, the black crows they did it what has it been seven
0: years yeah I Motley Motley was five Motley's five Motley was there. I okay. think there you go. Yeah, I think their last show was like New Year's Eve, fourteen going into fifteen, and so now it's barely yeah. twenty. So yeah, barely five years.
1: So five years. That's got to be the rule. That's the
0: minimum. Okay, we said we've set the standard now. Motley Crue has set the standard now for
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> minimum time off between your farewell tour and your reunion tour. It's got to be five whole years. <laughs> Dude, always fun uh, rapping with you. Thank you so much for the time. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Online at KCALFM.com. Adios,